Welcome to this episode of 10 by 10, which is brought to you by the Department of Business and Innovation of Bucks County Community College, hosted by Dean Tracy Tilley. So today we have Professor Kelly Sell. She is here at the Community College in the Department of Business and Innovation. Kelly, thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. And we're we're going to talk today about the skills gap in the U.S. And there's been a lot of articles on that, and students might not really know what that is. And I know myself, I have a general idea of what it is, but can you fill us in a little bit more about what that means? Yeah, you're right. There has been a lot of publicity out there. Um, every single magazine, all the news, um, higher ed's talking about it, companies are talking about it. But basically, um, a really simple definition, um, it's the skills gap in the American workforce where um, employers want certain skills, and when employees come in, they can't do it on the very first day. So they don't have the skills that they really need to succeed on the job. Okay. So what would be an example of a skill that you it would It could need? be some techno- technological skill. It could be uh, communications. The um, One of the skills that they're really talking about is both the hard skills and the soft skills. So, for example, the uh, National Association of Colleges and, and Employers. Oh, that sounds uh, very survey. fancy. Yeah really fancy, Mm. in 2017, and every year they do a survey, and what constantly pops up to the top of what they're looking for on a college resume is teamwork, problem-solving skills, communication skills, work ethic, um, and those are the things they're looking for. Also, interestingly, in that latest survey, they discovered that employers look beyond just your major and your GPA. What they're really looking for now is internship. Why? Because it tells them that the student can actually do something, have have something to offer on that first day of so work. So they need to have experience that shows that they have the skills, not just list the skills on their right. resume. Not just on the piece of paper. You know, probably when I got hired, first job out of college, they looked at the paper. Well, take a chance. She looks pretty good on paper. Now they, they don't want to do that anymore. So they want to make sure that students can actually come in, first day, start doing something worthwhile. I would think social media would be one of those skills, too, that companies are looking for, that you need to have some kind of social media skill if you're in, say, marketing. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that brings us to the point of the programs that we're trying to develop, and I know throughout the college as well, a lot more collaboration between higher ed and what companies actually need, and even collaborations with the high school. I think that's what's... Uh, where we're leaning towards. A lot of people are thinking that way more. Um, I know that we came up with the social media and digital um, marketing certificate through a need that we saw in career services, or what's the new fancy name? (laughs) There's a new fancy name of that department. (laughs) But anyway, um, we discovered that many employers were coming to Bucks County Community College and looking for people who needed those social media and digital marketing skills. Um, and that's why we developed that certificate. So I think you're going to see an increasing number of programs being developed for employers um, attached to what skills they actually need. So would those certificates just be applicable for students coming out of high school or our current students that are maybe in a degree program? Or are they valuable for the college graduate who maybe has a, an English degree or um, like a more generic degree that they and they've just had trouble finding a job? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that brings up a really good point. The latest studies show, and it's, it's pretty um, it's pretty scary, that 43% of college graduates when they come out are underemployed. 
So what does that mean? They're getting a job that they could have gotten without that college education. So an opportunity for those students who are underemployed to come back, get a certificate that can help them um, get to the next level. Um, Also um, for working adults to upgrade their skills. When we talk about the skills gap, we talk about the need for reskilling people, that is totally different jobs, but also upskilling. So that means there's a lot of people out there in industry today that haven't kept up. Maybe they don't have that professional development going on in their companies, opportunities then for them to take a certificate or even obtaining a digital badge, which is something else that employers are looking at. And is that a a program going on here at the college as well? Absolutely. We have a digital badge team here at Bucks County Community College where students can earn different digital badges, might be related to some hard skills or soft skills. Um, And they can put those digital badges, sort of like a badge you earn when you were a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout, Mm -hmm. in their LinkedIn profiles so that it tells a potential employer that this student went over and beyond. Just not that college degree, but they have a special specialized skill set that they can offer. So is that is is a LinkedIn profile something that employers are looking at also and they want that visual demonstration of a skill as opposed to maybe just a description of what students do? Absolutely. I always recommend and I think everyone in our department does to um, students should create a LinkedIn profile before they're done school and just keep working a work in process and progress. Um, potential employers look there for different skills. You can actually show perhaps if they have a project they worked on in college and they were particularly proud of it, they can uh, create a link to that mm-hmm. uh, so students, so uh, employers can actually see what they can actually do. Right, right. So, so instead of telling them, actually demonstrating, demonstrating. what your skill set is. Absolutely. So you work also with businesses doing consulting and providing training on a number of different topics. What what types of topics or trainings are businesses looking for today for their employees? A lot of, it's interesting, a lot of the Uh, training they're looking for is really on uh, professionalism skills, those soft skills that we don't particularly have a class for those. So things like how to manage difficult people, emotional intelligence, um, time management skills, things like that that there's not a class for but that companies discovered that they have a need for those specialized training sessions for all their employees at all different levels. Right. And I I think the emotional intelligence part is something that people struggle with all the time. They just don't label it emotional intelligence. So, for example, something really frustrating happens to me or I get an email that just sets me off and I want to just respond right away and hit send and then it never really works out well for me when I do that. Right. I, I get in trouble. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, Always all, put it in draft. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm all for taking risks, but sometimes, you know, I don't take the right risks. And I think it's important for students to kind of understand that it happens to everybody. And also in the workforce, just take that minute. Don't send that email when you've just had an immediate reaction Absolutely. to something someone said. Or maybe you misinterpreted their tone in the email or something and yeah. or it could just be what's happening within your own head that's that's projecting something on that and and you don't want to send that out because then it's it's there it's in writing it's you know it's always going to be there because that person's going to save it when you roast them in an email and they're going <laughs> to send it to HR or something so yeah and absolutely and part of that training is uh, talking to employees about what are those triggers what are those triggers where their emotions arise And the training talks about those triggers, how you can avoid those triggers, and also, like you're talking about, instead of reacting immediately, respond thoughtfully. So stop, 
be mindful, breathe deeply for 10 seconds before you actually just react and regret something. So it's uh, it's interesting when you go out in industry because it's the things that when they're defined or presented in front of you, you tend to self-assess. You know, maybe I do need um, a little bit of assistance in this area. Right. Do you see that in the classroom as well? Absolutely. <laughs> and what I try to do in the classroom is besides the classroom, the content of the class is to bring some of those soft skills in kind of sneakily integrate them. So my students might do an assessment on time management skills, which pretty much relates to their success Mm -hmm. in the school setting as well. Mm -hmm. So introducing them to those concepts of thinking about it's not just your classwork, it's networking, it's developing professional skills, um, a lot of different things, a lot of education outside the classroom, which they need to take advantage of. All right. So you've given us a lot of information today. If you could just summarize like three key points for us for people to take away from our conversation. I think the key point, given the current uh, skills gap, which is a reality, uh, that students really have to take it on themselves to go over and beyond just what they learn or their piece of paper that they earn. They have to take the next step. They have to look for additional certifications. When they get that job, they have to upskill. They have to constantly um, reevaluate what the needs are in their industry. And the predictions are pretty dire for the year 2030 of the jobs that are going to be out there. I mean, who would have thought there's a VP of social media? Right. That, you know, 10 years ago, if I had told you that, you would have said, Kelly lost her marbles. <laughs> there's no way. So there's a lot of jobs we don't even know that are going to exist. And I think it's the mindset, the growth mindset that students have to work on. I want to grow in my career or my job. It's not enough to s- the status quo. Right. And just understanding that they're, they're not fixed in time. They can always learn. Even if they're struggling with concepts, they can still always train their brain to learn more. And it's really just the way they're thinking about it. If you're constantly thinking, I hate math, I can't do math, then your skill set in math is not going to be what it could be if you're really approaching it in terms of, okay, so this is something that I just need to work on a little bit more, but I definitely can can grow in this area. Yeah, it's definitely the mindset. And, you know, that brings us to that entrepreneurial type mindset that mm-hmm. companies are looking for today, yeah. that someone can solve problems or they look at problems as opportunities for improvement. So it's, it's, it's a lot about that mindset. It's, up, you know, up in your head, not necessarily mm-hmm. on that piece of paper. Yeah, we should probably do a whole session on on that and how to be mindful in your responses and kind of slow that monkey mind down so that you can really focus on what you need to for that day. But, well, thank you very much, Kelly. It's been great talking to you and uh, I hope you'll join us another time and we can explore some of these things um, in further depth. Absolutely. This concludes this episode of 10 by 10. We invite you to listen and share our other episodes. 